Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. We are here with Dr. Amy Moritz, and we are going to be talking all about Katy, Katy, Texas. So um, with that, would you like to introduce yourself? All right. I'm um, Amy Moritz. I'm an obstetric anesthesiologist, primary at um, Texas Children's Pavilion for Women. I have two daughters, a four-year-old and an 11-year-old, and my husband, Jonathan, and we live in Katy, Texas. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Why did you end up in Katy, Texas? What brought you out there? So when we moved... Um, I grew up here in Texas, in Houston, actually, in Sugarland, okay. and went to Duke for residency. We um, had our oldest daughter in Duke and realized just how difficult it is to um, be away from family and your support system with a small children. So we quickly moved back to Houston and initially lived in the Memorial area because it was pretty central. But um, there was a lack of diversity in Memorial, and um, it was very expensive. So we were looking for a suburb that was a little bit more diverse and a little bit more affordable. And we toured pretty much all the suburbs in the Houston area and settled on Katy because it was a good combination of good schools with decent proximity to the medical center compared to other neighborhoods. So which, how do you come to the med center then? You go 10 and then, or how do you, how do you make it there? Or do you come up to West Park? 610 to 59. 610, okay. All right. So, and then what part of Katy? Because Katy is a pretty massive area. Katy is massive. So that was a big decision factor for us, where in Katy. Um, because the commute to the medical center is so long, we chose an older part of Katy called Nottingham Country. Um, and that's pretty, um, pretty east in Katy. It's one of the first neighborhoods you get to when you're driving to Katy from town. Um, that cut our commute, or at least my commute, down about 30 to 45 minutes because the farther west you go, the newer the neighborhoods, but the more traffic you encounter, especially in the morning. Yeah, and where does your husband work? What part of the town? So my husband works in the Energy oh. Corridor, but he also works in Brookshire, which is west right. of Katy. Um, surprisingly, when he's going west to Brookshire, even though it's farther, his commute is less because nobody's going that right. direction. So that worked out per perfect for both of you then, yeah? Because he's pretty central then, either north to the energy corridor or, or west. So, well, good. Um, let me see here. Um, so, you, yeah, I was going to answer how you chose your neighborhood, but you kind of already answered that one. Um, it's it, Just so much is just dependent on the commute and traffic, especially with, with you being on call. I know... Susan talks about that. That's obviously why we chose where we are. Just just that ease of of, of commute, um, and especially when you're working late nights and you get off after a call or you're just exhausted. Do you have to deal with that? So, um, what do you think the best thing about living in Katy is? Most definitely the community feel. Um, it's a place where I feel safe for my children and for myself. Um, I just, I really love the community that we've built here and I feel like I've made lifelong friends and my daughters have made lifelong friends. Um, for example, right now on the call, I would have told my daughter to be quiet because I'm on this call, but she's out running around with the neighborhood kids and she, at any moment she just might barge in. <laughs> um, so that's the, the summertime 1980s, 1990 summer feel I like for her that she's out riding bikes around 
the neighborhood and I'm not even really sure whose house she's at right now, but I know she's taking care of wherever oh, she's that's at. That's fantastic. Yeah. We've had our kids in camp, um, but I wish they would get out on their bikes more. Um, I think that's a huge, huge thing, especially the way we all grow up. So, um, so entertainment options, um, you got the two kids, right? So they're, I mean, that's pretty close in age, right? Four and 11. I don't have an 11 year old yet. Um, so, um, I don't know exactly what they get into. Um, but what would you say entertainment wise? What's, what do you guys kind of do as a family? Okay, so we actually have a lot of walking trails around, and my husband's a big runner, so we like to get out and um, ride our bikes on the trail, go walking on the trail um, when we're not doing sporty-type things. Um, we like to go to Pop Stroke, which is a new like pop-putt golf course that Tiger Woods developed that's out here in Katy. Um, we like Top Golf as well. There's um, quite a few um, other venues. Typhoon Texas is out here in Katy. It's a large water park, and it's super popular. So um, we have season passes there and go there a lot in the summertime. There's also several parks with ponds, and my husband likes to fish. And so he takes my daughters fishing um, at the different parks as well. Man, I think we're going to move to Katy. i got to tell my wife we're moving to Katy. Um, that's the, we've got the, we've got the community water parks. We don't have any kind of those big, um, like Typhoon Texas or like that. There's another one kind of up, up North, right? Kind of Woodlands area, but those are a little bit far. Um, how you got season passes. So you get there often. I would, I would guess. Well, I don't get there often because of work, but my girls go there often with oh. the nannies or with friends. Perfect. Perfect. All righty. Um, now, are you in a is that a master plan community where there's other kind of community um, amenities, or is that just more of kind of a neighborhood? So, um, my neighborhood, Nottingham Country, it is a master okay. plan community. If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. I think it was actually one of the first master plan communities in Katy. It was built in the 70s and 80s. So I'd say Green Trails, Nottingham Country, and Kellywood are three of the first master plan communities in Katy. Um, so it's um, definitely a master plan community feel, but it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that some of the other Katy master plan communities like Cinco right. Ranch or Firethorn or Cane Island gotcha. have. Um, and I would love those, but it's not worth the commute for Absolutely me. Absolutely not. No, I, that makes 100% sense. The, the trails are probably one of the probably biggest benefits, right? You get that nice open feel um, for sure. How about restaurants? Um, both from a, let's, let's start with the kind of family restaurants. Where do you guys might maybe go during the week or on the weekends as a family? So um, there is a, um, a Mexican restaurant just down the street from us, and I'm forgetting the name off the top of my head, but we go there all the time because my daughters love it. It has a playground, um, so they like to play on the playground and not really even eat their food. A lot of times our food just gets boxed up and we bring it home with us. But the margaritas are great, and the playground always has the neighborhood kids there. And they often have um, kids eat free, like the first day of school and Halloween. So we like to go those nights right. as well. You know the cross streets on that one? Uh, West Green and okay. I-10. Well, we'll try to find it then. That sounds, that sounds like a fun place. We don't have that many places in Houston that have the kind of playgrounds, right? I, I used to... 
So Houston does not, because Katie is so community oriented, I'd say that there's at least three or four restaurants that we go to that have playgrounds um, that the kids can oh, play at. Great. Okay. So what, what other restaurants do you think are worth mentioning? So Katie has an Asian town that is phenomenal. There are a lot of restaurants there, and there are so many that I haven't had a chance to eat at all of them. My favorite is a Malaysian restaurant called Fat Eatery. It is phenomenal. And then there is a, um, a place that sells these waffle ice creams that my daughters really love. And um, I think they call them bubble, bubble waffles or something like that. It's delicious. And so um, I would say that the Katy Asian town actually rivals the Houston Chinatown in terms of um, quality and quantity of restaurants. There's also like Asian markets and an Asian grocery store. And um, there's a huge sign off the freeway telling you where to exit for Katy Asian Town because it's quite the gotcha. development. How about um, you guys get out to the malls much? And it's kind of like a cross between entertainment and restaurants. Um, yeah, so Katy Mills is um, just less than 10 minutes away from my house. It's a very large mall out here. And I think probably the summer my daughters have gone there pretty much every day just because it's so hot outside my nanny will take them there um there's a soft play area where my little daughter likes to play and then my older daughter just likes to go and shop at claire's and other places like that um in the middle of the mall there are some entertainment things for older kids there's an arcade there's a movie theater so that's definitely somewhere where they frequent a lot um what about date night? Do you have to go into the city for that, or you guys got places out in Katy for those? So we do both. Sometimes we go into town. Actually, this past weekend, we did a group date night with some of our neighbors. There is a pasta. Um, it's not a restaurant, but it's a, um, a storefront called Dan Joy's Homemade Pasta, where all he does is give pasta oh. lessons. And so you bring your own wine, and we learned how to make cavatelli pasta. And um, it was phenomenal. It was a great time. We were booked for an hour and a half, and we ended up staying there over two hours, just talking, drinking wine, and just enjoying some adult time free of the kids where we can just talk and laugh and enjoy Do ourselves. Do you have to have your own friends for that, or can like a guy like me just show up and... and... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. We okay. enjoyed it. And you said that was in Katy, or was that in town? Okay. It's in Katie. And then any any other fancy places that you you would recommend anything around you? Um yes, so there is actually a Facebook group called the Katie Fort Bend Foodies. It is a very large Facebook group and they just dedicate themselves to reviewing and talking about all of the different restaurants on the um Katie scene. So I use that a lot to find new restaurants. And um, it's been great. I, so anybody moving to Katy or the Katy area, I would recommend you join that Facebook group because it's a very active group. And oftentimes they even do like group events where they do like bar crawls or um, they do gift card giveaways to the different restaurants in Katy. And um, it's also good for catering. When I'm looking for catering for parties, I'll just go to that Facebook group and type in catering and see what comes up. You were, you were telling me about a Facebook group that you have with regard to kind of restaurant, res or not reservations, but uh, recommendations. Okay. Yes. There's a very large Facebook group called the Katie Fort Bend Foodies. Um, and their main goal is they talk about all the restaurants in Katie, make restaurant recommendations. Um, they often have the inside scoop and up and coming restaurants. Um, they often do group events. 
and bar crawls, it's a really good way to get into the restaurant scene because there's quite a few restaurants in Katy. Absolutely. How did you find that? Were you recommended from other friends or? Yeah, or so um, one of my, I'm a Girl Scout troop leader for a very large troop here in Katy. And one of the moms there is really into like going out to eat and restaurants. And she told me about it. And so um, I joined based on her recommendation. Great. Are, are both your girls in, in Girl Scouts? Or? The oldest is. My youngest is not quite yet. But once she starts kindergarten, she'll also join Girl Scouts. Gotcha. Perfect. Well, that's, yeah, that's, so that's schools. Um, so she's not yet in kindergarten. Um, do you have her in daycare or you just have, you have her home with that? So she goes to um, a Spanish immersion preschool called Spanish Schoolhouse Katie. Um, and so 100% of her instruction is in Spanish. It's been wonderful. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, wow. I try to get my kids to speak Spanish and, and it just doesn't. It doesn't last very long. It's just so much easier just to kind of revert back to English. Yeah. Um, and then your 11-year-old, she's in fifth grade? Is that? She just finished fifth grade. Just finished fifth grade. So where does she go to school? So she she has a unique um, situation. She does not go to our zoned neighborhood school. She goes okay. to school in KDISD that houses a Spanish immersion program for KDISD. Um, so okay. she um, a few neighborhoods over and her instruction is 50% English and 50% Spanish and she nice. started that in kindergarten and now as a 11 year old she's completely bilingual biliterate in both languages oh, fantastic so that was just the choice it wasn't that the, the schools were were right for you or what was just you just wanted to make sure that they spoke another language Correct. So we actively were looking for school districts that offered immersion programs and KDISD offered it. Fantastic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll leave the so link in the, in the comments about some schools in the kind of that area. Um, but it's fantastic to kind of find out about some of these other schools. Um, and then, so will the, will the youngest one, will she continue on in that school until she transfers to where your, where your older daughter is or do they offer those longer programs? Yeah, so our situation's uh, unfortunately a little complicated as well. So KDISD actually ended the Spanish immersion program that my older daughter is in, but she was grandfathered into the program. So she finishes. So for my younger daughter, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. More than likely, we'll send her to a nearby um, private school called Audi International School that offers Spanish immersion as well so that she has the same opportunities for older sisters. Great. I think they've got a couple different languages at that one, don't they? If I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's they a, have their two Spanish and French. Spanish and French. Very, very good. Um, oh, so with growth, um, have you seen a lot of growth since you've been out there? I mean, Katie obviously is just massively expanded, but how about the area that you're in? So yes, so we moved into our neighborhood probably about seven years ago. And I'd say back then there were still a lot of original homeowners. So it had an older feel, but I'd say in the past couple years since the pandemic, um, a lot of the older homeowners have sold their homes and younger new families are moving in. So um, there's definitely a turnover in um, in my specific neighborhood and houses are going off the market very quickly. Gotcha. And then with that, then are you getting a lot of um, 
new restaurants or new shops? So how how is the expansion there with the other other stuff? I would say the restaurants around me have stayed pretty stable. Um, it would be the restaurants in the newer parts of Katy, which are like 10, 15, 20 minutes down the road that um, are getting a lot of the new restaurants and new expansions, um, which is still an easy drive for us. Gotcha. Now, um, if you weren't in the med center, what would be some other good either hospitals or kind of medical facilities that would be kind of close to your area? I know up north, is that fairly close up on tent? Yeah. So Memorial Hermann Katy is right in the heart of Katy. And I actually rotate there every once in a while because it's so convenient to me and very close to my house. Um, and that hospital is where um, a lot of the local pediatrician groups are based in their um, their outpatient facility there. Even my daughter's pediatrician is there. So it's, um, it's a very popular local hospital. I'd also say um, I feel like half of the women in my neighborhood go there to deliver um, because there's a very large... Um, labor and delivery unit there as well. The next okay. closest hospital I'd say would uh, Memorial Hermann Memorial City, which is um, in the Memorial City area, which is maybe about 20 minutes down the road from us. Gotcha. So you're quite quite close to quite a few then. So I mm -hmm. think that's why that area is so popular, right? I mean, it's just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and, and more and more popular. So um, yeah. so with that, let's, let's move on to pros and cons. Um, what would you say maybe that the, the top three or five, you know, something like that on, on the pro side of living in Katy? So I would say the top pro is the good schools. Um, Katy ISD consistently ranks in the top school districts in the nation. Um, no matter what school you go to, most of them are um, phenomenal. So good schools, I would say, is the number one reason why most people move to Katy. Um, affordable housing. Um, housing costs everywhere are skyrocketing, but I'd still say living in the suburbs, particularly Katy, is much more affordable than living in town for a comparable um, house. Um, low crime. Um, I'm very comfortable letting my daughters go outside and play. Um, very little concern for crime. Um, I like the community-oriented feel. There's lots of activities for kids and family. So a big pro is definitely the community feel. Like my neighborhood has an annual um, 4th of July bike parade that all the kids look mm. forward to. We have the summer swim league that pretty much all the neighborhood kids participate in. Um, there's just so many um, annual and community events that make it just a, a good feel. We, we do this thing in our neighborhood called Boo Baskets where um, you have a basket oh, filled yeah. with like goodies and stuff and you boo somebody, you leave it on their doorstep. And then um, they then go on and boo the next neighbor. And so it's just a good way to feel, um, spread goodwill and good cheer. So Katie has a lot of that. Um, there's also lots of options for restaurants that we talk about, and as well as grocery stores. I was talking to one of my friends that lives in Pearland. She was complaining that they don't have, I think that was five, but my last one is shopping. We have Katie Mills Mall. We have La Santera Shopping Center. And then just a few miles down the road, Memorial City Mall. Perfect, perfect. Before we move on to cons, I, I did want to ask, so on, on your kids' activities, sounds like they're doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, any any kind of specific activities um, with kind of either um, specific 
people or or groups or that 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 you want to mention? Um, so there are, um, my older daughter does, um, competitive soccer with a club called Albion. And so we've been very happy with, um, doing club soccer with Albion. Um, I'm also a Girl Scout troop leader. So if anybody's moving to the Katy area and looking for a troop, feel free to contact me. We have a very large troop of 30 girls. So, um, we're always looking to expand our troop, um, and then um, my younger daughter does swimming with the Houston Swim Club. Um, and they also do a lot of other activities, but those are the main things that I can think of that I would make a positive recommendation for. Yeah, I always like to give people a chance to call out. We've, we've got a couple either coaches or um, on our, with our karate teacher, um, my, my daughter's dance teacher. They've just had such a huge impact on our kids that I always like to give people a chance to you know, give those shout outs because it's, it's great when you find those, those teachers, those coaches, whatever, right. That really, you can tell that they really care about the kids. So, um, that's neat. Does she, how much does she travel on her soccer team? A lot, <laughs> but, um, my husband <laughs> does traveling with her. Gotcha. And how long has she been doing that? She's been playing soccer since she was like two, but she's been doing club soccer since she was maybe around eight or nine. Great. Okay. So let's get back to the cons. Uh, what would you say maybe some of the cons are with regard to Katie? I would say the biggest con is the traffic. The traffic can be horrendous. It could be really bad. Um, the further west you go, the more traffic you'll get, which is a big reason why we chose to be on the the eastern side of Katy, as close to town as we can get while still being in Katy ISD. Right. And um, you already kind of mentioned the low crime. Um, so really, it's just the traffic. Um, and then you've got the other things with regard to, you know, Houston's hot in general, right? It's not any cooler in Katy. You guys don't get the storm. Do you get as bad as storms um, as we are maybe down here in Missouri City or Sugarland? Um, are you guys kind of insulated from some of the hurricane type of stuff? We still definitely get um, hurricane damage, particularly my neighborhood. It's an older neighborhood, so we have really big, beautiful, mature trees. Okay. And so there's really high winds, lots of down branches, lots of roof damage, um, things like that. And then with some of the older neighborhoods, because again, these new neighbors are getting built up, do you get any of the flooding or no? So some, I would say some people did get flooding, um, but not as much as other neighborhoods. Okay. Well, that's good. That's very good to hear. Um, how about any other, any other cons that you can think of aside from the traffic? I would say not necessarily my area of Katy, but the newer section of Katy. I'd say a big con is that since they're constantly building, a lot of people will get rezoned multiple times to different elementary schools. Um, oh, as more homes are built, they'll change the boundary line. So your kid might start off at one elementary school and end up in another. And so that could be disruptive. So depending on how far your house is from the school, if another school is built closer to you, you will likely get rezoned. But since my area is pretty well established, I don't really have to worry about rezoning. Excellent point. Yeah. Our neighborhood got rezoned, but they grandfathered our kids in so they get to finish out elementary school. So 
That's true. When you do get those expanding neighborhoods, absolutely get that chance that, um, yeah. you know, you're not going to finish yeah. me with the same kids in some cases. So, um, really, really good talking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, you mentioned, you know, people reaching out with regard to uh, Girl Scouts. Is there an email you want to throw out there? We can put it in the notes or you can say it, how, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, um, they can contact me at Moritz Family, M-A-U-R-I-T-Z, family, at gmail.com. Okay. Did you want to say any more about the Girl Scouts, about your troop? Yeah, my troop, um, I, um, it started out, funny story, um, I went to the Girl Scout Roundup when my daughter was in kindergarten because I just wanted to enroll her in Girl Scouts. And so they grouped us by like schools that were in close proximity to each other. And then they said, well, look around your table. This is your new troop. You are now troop leaders. <laughs> so that's how I became a troop leader. They pretty much said that if we wanted to be in scouts, there's not enough leaders to go around that we have to step up. So um, it just turned out that me and the moms that were at my table clicked really well. And we started the Girl Scout troop and it's been going strong ever since. Now, as our girls have gotten older, a lot of them have younger sisters. So um, we went from a single level troop to a multi-level troop. So we have girls anywhere from kindergarten to rising seventh graders. And so we just keep adding every level. So um, it's been a great experience. And so to, I, I don't know if I've ever heard about the multi-level. What, what is that? I mean, obviously there's different ages, but like and you have to run a bunch of different activities and everything like that or... Yeah, so the way we run it to be as smooth as possible is we all meet at the same day. We meet at a local church that's been very gracious and grants us use of their rooms. And so we have a leader for each level. For example, the daisies are the kindergarten and first graders, brownies are second and third graders, and so on. So there's one leader for each particular level, and then they do their activities separate. And then um, large events like camping, or um, going on excursions to places like Typhoon, Texas, we do as a, a big troop, like everybody together. Fantastic. And so what, what kind of made you get into the, the Girl Scouts? I mean, you're so busy, well, right? You guys got so much going on. I always wanted to be a Girl Scout when I was a kid and I never got the opportunity. So I was like, when I have a daughter, she's gonna be in Girl Scouts. And then when I realized that the only way my daughter is going to be in Girl Scouts is if I am her troop leader, I just, I did it. We, we just do stuff for our kids, right? I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's the way that works, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my wife always wanted to be in dance. And so when Abby got to a certain age, she's like, you're going to go do dance. <laughs> so <laughs> Abby loved it. Abby loved it for a few years. Um, and then she transitioned to, to softball and just more sporty type of stuff. But um, no, that's that's fantastic. Luckily, my wife didn't have to teach dance. I don't think she would have liked it as much. And so good for you that you're able to do that and take the time. Um, if there's, well, make sure we put your email in there um, and let people know about the Girl Scouts. But um, I, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time. I, I know it was, you know, difficult coming after uh, coming off after call and then taking the time to do this. So thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com 
And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.